Chapter Four of the Adventures of Mabel by Harry Peck. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section Four: The Robbers. One morning, Mabel sat eating her breakfast with Grandma and Walter, when she heard a sort of knock at the front door. "What's that?" said she. "The postman?" "Oh no," said Grandma. "The postman always whistles. I don't think it's anything at all." but pretty soon another knock was heard, and something began to scratch on the door and whine. "'Let me go and see who it is,' said Mabel, and she jumped down from her high chair and ran to the door. When she opened it, what should she see? But a large black dog standing on the doormat and scratching the door with one paw. He was a dog that looked as though he had been badly treated by someone and had run away. He was very thin, so that his bones stuck out all over him, and his eyes were sunk deep down in his poor bony head. He was all splashed with mud, and his hair was matted close to his body. When he saw Mabel, he crouched down as though he thought she was going to beat him, and whined pitifully. "'What do you want, doggie?' asked Mabel. Her voice was so kind, and she looked so pleasant, that the dog knew that she was not going to hit him, and he wagged his tail feebly and began to lick her hand. "'Poor old dog,' said Mabel. "'You look awfully hungry. "'See, Grandma, here's a dog.' "'Grandma came to the door and looked at him. "'Oh, what a miserable, dirty-looking dog,' she said. "'Come in, Mabel, and shut the door. "'Perhaps he's an ugly dog, and he will bite you.' "'Ah, oh, no, he won't,' cried Mabel. "'And, Grandma, let me give him some breakfast. "'I don't think he's a bad-looking dog at all. "'He's only muddy because he's been running along the roads.' You wouldn't bite me, would you, doggie? The dog put his nose up into the air and gave three loud barks, as if to say, No, no, no. There, Grandma, I knew he wouldn't. Come now, let me give him something to eat. So Mabel went to the breakfast table and got a big plate. On it she put three or four chopped bones with plenty of meat on them, a large piece of omelet, some bread, and a bit of buttered toast. Then she carried the plate out to the veranda and set it down beside the dog. Oh, how he wagged his tail and jumped when he saw it. But hungry as he was, he wouldn't touch a scrap of food till he had licked Mabel's hand again, as if to thank her for being so good to him. Then he just rushed at the plate, for he was nearly starved, and ate and ate as hard as he ever could. First he gnawed every bit of meat off the chop bones, then he gobbled the omelette and then the toast. Finally he licked the plate clean and went back to the bones again crunching them all into little pieces between his teeth. "'Well, you are hungry,' said Mabel. "'I'll give you something more.' So she brought him out a large bowl of warm milk with some oatmeal in it, and she watched him as he lapped it up with his long tongue down to the very last drop. While she was standing there, Grandma came by and looked at him. "'Now, Mabel,' she said, "'as soon as he has finished, drive him away. "'We don't want such a looking dog as that around.' Oh, but he isn't really so bad-looking, answered Mabel. He's just a little muddy. Grandma went upstairs, and as soon as she was out of sight, Mabel ran into the kitchen and got Jane to give her a large bowl of warm water and a sponge and a cake of soap. Then Mabel sat down beside the dog and dipped the sponge into the water. I'm going to give you a nice bath, doggie, said she, and he wagged his tail and stood very still. First, Mabel soaked the sponge full of warm water and wiped off the mud from the dog's face. Then she wrung it out and dipped it in the water again and went over his body and his legs 
going over and over him till every bit of mud was gone then she got a fresh basin of clean water and sponged him all over once more till he was as clean as he could be down to the very tips of his black paws and the end of his tail last of all she brought a big clean towel from the kitchen and rubbed him as dry as a bone there doggy she said proudly when she had finished he looked like a different dog his coat was glossy and smooth and shone in the sunshine and he felt so strong and well after his big breakfast that he no longer kept his head down and his tail drooping on the ground but he held them both high up in the air and his eyes were as bright as jewels just then grandma came down the front stairs and looked out why mabel she cried another dog where did he come from what do you think of him grandma asked mabel while her eyes twinkled with fun oh he's a very good-looking dog said grandma whose dog is he ha ha laughed mabel why grandma it's the same dog that came while we were here at breakfast i've just washed him grandma was tremendously surprised well well said she i shouldn't have known him now grandma said mabel you see he's a good handsome dog so won't you let me keep him you know there's a dog house in the yard by the barn and i can take care of him do say yes grandma for i should dearly love to have a dog of my own what a dog yes please grandma well i don't know that i care only his owner may come for him and then you'll have to give him back oh i don't believe he's got any owner and if he has the owner ought to be ashamed for letting him get so hungry and thin so mabel kept the dog when he found out she was going to let him stay he was wild with joy and frisked and jumped around like mad barking and yelping as loud as he could mabel took him out to the doghouse and put some straw in it for his bed and a large bowl for him to drink out of now she said that's your house and you must be a good dog i'm going to call you towser because i've got a story-book in the house about a dog named towser and i like the name so towser walked into his new house and curled up on the straw and went fast asleep the next morning when mabel took her ride on rex towser ran behind them and the three were good friends at once that same afternoon two men walked slowly by the house where mabel lived one was a very tall dark man with a heavy black beard the other was shorter with a smooth face both of them wore slouch hats that partly covered their faces and high thick boots round their necks they had mufflers of dirty red flannel each carried a long sharp knife in his pocket they were robbers as they walked slowly by the tall robber looked into the yard and saw the stable door open and rex inside eating hay out of the manger huh said the tall robber that's a mighty fine horse i wish i had him well said the short robber why not steal him we can come back here in the dark tonight and get him out of the barn i don't believe they lock the doors nights that's a good idea said the tall robber and maybe they don't lock the house doors either so perhaps we can go in and rob the house then after they had looked very carefully at the barn and at the house they went away to the place where they lived it was a small brown house a good many miles away when they reached it they went inside and waited till the sun sunk down and darkness came on then about midnight they got a dark lantern a bridle a saddle and four large towels and set out through the dark towards mabel's house when they came near it they crouched down by the fence and crept carefully along keeping very still on they went till they came to the garden gate they opened this as quietly as possible and glided into the yard 
the house was all dark the lights were out and everybody was asleep i wonder if the house is locked whispered the short robber they crept up to the veranda and the tall robber fumbled in the dark till he found the doorknob he turned it and pushed against the door it was locked pa said the robber the short one tried the windows but they were locked too they went noiselessly around to the back of the house and tried the kitchen door and the windows and the cellar door but they were also safely locked say said the tall robber i'm afraid the stable's locked too let's see growled the short robber they made their way silently up to the stable door one of them put his hand on the big wooden latch and pushed it ha said he this ain't locked good they opened the great barn door and went inside when they found themselves safely in the tall robber took the dark lantern out of his pocket and flashed the light around there was rex standing in his stall half asleep he opened his eyes when he saw the light and wondered what was going on and who these men were come said the tall robber let's get him out they untied his halter and led him out of the stable upon the soft grass then they took the four thick towels that they had brought and muffled his hoofs up so that he would not make a clatter in going down the driveway next they put on him the bridle and saddle poor rex was still half asleep and had a sort of notion that they were the blacksmith's men who had come after him so he kept quiet and let them do whatever they wanted to finally the tall robber got up into the saddle and took the reins and the short robber climbed up behind him they clicked to rex and he started slowly down the drive to the road the moment they passed out of the gate and got into the road the tall robber hit rex with a piece of rope and away they went at a full gallop they had stolen rex and got away safely now all this time towser had been asleep in his doghouse near the barn but the robbers had moved about very quietly and he had not heard a sound for he was very tired after his long run with mabel and rex in the morning so that he slept like a top but when rex began to gallop down the road the sound of his hoofs even though they were muffled up in the towels startled towser and he sat up in the doghouse and looked sleepily out into the darkness as he did so he got a glimpse of two figures riding swiftly away down the road and finally disappearing then he looked all around and in an instant he saw that the barn door was wide open his eyes nearly jumped out of his head he gave one big growl and ran to the barn and looked in rex was gone oh how badly towser felt then he knew that mabel's horse had been stolen and it made him wild to think he had slept so soundly that he had not waked up and fought the robbers his heart almost stopped beating then he ran as fast as he could to the kitchen door and struck his head against it and scratched and whined and yelped and barked as hard as he could bangity bang he went on the kitchen door scratchity scratch bow wow wow pretty soon mabel stirred in her bed and half awoke she heard the barking and banging and scratching below goodness she said to herself what's the matter with towser bangity bang scratchy scratch bow wow wow dear me said mabel who was now thoroughly awake i'd better go down and see what he wants or he'll wake up grandma and she'll be angry with him so up she got in her little nighty and went pattering down the stairs in her bare feet to the kitchen door she turned to the key and opened the door and there was towser barking and yelping like mad what's the matter towser said mabel what do you want for answer towser leaped up and put his paws on her shoulders and then darted off toward the barn then he came back and pawed her again and once more darted off this he did three or four times every time barking as loud as he could 
Mabel was puzzled. She could not understand what he wanted. Why, Towser, she said, I think you're going mad. Just then, Walter, who had also been awakened by the noise, came downstairs, partly dressed and with a candle in his hand. Oh, Walter, cried Mabel, see how strangely Towser acts. He paws at me and then runs out into the dark and then runs back and paws at me again. What do you suppose he wants? Why, it looks as though he wanted you to go somewhere, said Walter. Here, I'll go with him. So Walter went out with the candle, for the night was very still. Towser gave three loud barks and ran straight toward the barn. Walter followed, and in a minute he saw that the barn door was wide open. He looked in and found that Rex was gone. He hurried back to the kitchen. Oh, Mabel, he said, Rex is gone. Mabel did not know what to say. I think he must have broken out, said Walter. Perhaps you forgot to shut the barn door. No, I didn't, said Mabel. Well, anyhow, said Walter, I'll go and finish dressing, and then go down to the farmer's house, and see what he says. In a few minutes, Walter had dressed, and with a lantern in his hand, he ran down to the road to the farmer's house. He knocked at the door and waked up the farmer, who dressed himself and followed Walter back to the barn. By this time, Grandma had come down and heard about what had happened. She dressed Mabel and herself, and they both came out into the yard. The farmer went into the barn and looked all around by the light of Walters's lantern. Huh, he said. That horse didn't break away, because his halter's here, and it's been untied. Then he went outside again and held the lantern down to the ground. Footprints, he said. Then he looked at the grass and found it all trampled. Two men have been here, he grunted. Robert, the horse has been stolen. You'll never see him again. Why didn't you have a lock for the barn? Mabel burst into tears, her dear Rex stolen, never to see him again. She cried as though her little heart would break. It's no use crying, said the farmer. By this time, he's miles away from here. Well, well, it's a bad business, but there's nothing to do. Good night. And he gave the lantern back to Walter and walked off down the road through the darkness to his own house. Grandma carried Mabel up to bed again, tried her best to comfort her. But the little girl kept sobbing and crying and would not stop. Oh, my poor Rex, she said. They've taken him away, and I'll never see him any more. And we had such good times together, the dear, dear thing. And now maybe they won't give him enough to eat, and perhaps they'll be bad to him. So she cried and cried all night long. Out in the darkness in the yard lay Towser, thinking about everything that had happened. He thought how good Mabel had been to him, and how she had given him a nice home. And then he remembered how he had slept too soundly and had not waked up, so that the bad robbers had stolen his little mistress's horse away. I'm no good at all, he said to himself. Even a poodle would have done better than I did. I ought to be killed. And when it was morning again, and Mabel came down with her eyes all red from crying, he felt worse than ever. She would not eat any breakfast, but went out and sat on the manger, just as she used to do when Rex was there, and her tears fell down her cheek, and as she thought how she would never see him again. Towser's heart nearly broke with grief as he lay on the grass and watched her cry. All the morning he lay there, with his nose between his paws, thinking. When Mabel went back into the house, he still stayed there, keeping his eyes fixed on the barn, and on the marks of the robbers' feet in the dust. Oh, if he could only do something for Mabel! Presently a thought flashed into his head. 
he noticed the footprints further down the drive and the marks on the grass where the robbers had ridden rex out of the yard he pricked up his ears and sat up on his hind legs he wagged his tail there is something that i can do after all he said then he trotted across to the footprints and began sniffing at them he had a keen nose like all dogs and he sniffed and smelled on the ground for a long time i could find them by the smell thought he in an instant he began following the hoofprints on the grass with his nose close to the ground he didn't stop to think what he would do if he should find the robbers but he started down the lawn to the front gate still sniffing he was very eager his tail was in the air his eyes were big with excitement and as he went out of the gate he gave a big bark one last look behind he gave and saw mabel standing by the window drumming her fingers on the panes and with her eyes still red with tears she took no notice of towser as he went by poor little thing he said to himself i'll do something for you as sure as i'm a dog so out into the road he went sniffing as hard as, he, as ever he could it was a very hot day and the sun shone down like fire it blazed on towser as he went along the open road till he was half melted by the heat the dust flew up into his nose and filled his eyes and when he opened his mouth to pant it blew down his throat and choked him people looked at him curiously as he went nosing his way along and one bad boy threw a big stone at him and hit him in the hind leg so that it made him limp at every step but he kept right on following the trail of rex sometimes he lost it for a few minutes but he always found it again and went on 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 past the house where the cross dog lived over the bridge where the frogs sat on the stones in their brook by the mooly cow's house and the kitty cat's house through the dark woods where the good wolf hunted beyond the little pig's red house on 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 all the afternoon late in the day just as the sun was setting the hoof tracks turned aside from the road and seemed to go into a yard towser stopped and looked up it was a great yard with a high stone fence around it and an iron gate which was half open towser peered in and saw a dark gloomy-looking house with its blinds closed tight and great bars on the door rusty red stains were streaked across the steps towser's heart stopped beating he knew that this must be the robbers's home he peeped in between the stone gate posts and wondered where rex was but he did not dare to go in for fear the robbers would kill him pretty soon however he crept around the outside of the fence crouching on the grass until he had gone all the way around to the back of the house still hidden by the fence then he lay down quite worn out he wanted to look over the fence to see what there was in the back yard but he was afraid that the robbers might be there before long however he could not hold himself in any more so he stood up on his hind legs and put his forepaws on the top of the fence and peeked very cautiously into the yard then his heart gave a great jump for there under a tall apple tree stood rex the big black horse was tied fast to the limb of the tree by a thick rope and he looked very sad towser was so delighted to see him that he forgot all about the danger and gave a tremendous bark rex turned his head as quick as a flash and there was towser's face looking at him over the top of the wall rex gave a great jump of joy and lashed his tail and whinnied loudly just then the tall robber hurried out of the house he had a red shirt on and a broad leather belt with a big knife stuck in it he looked very ugly for he was scowling horribly what's all this noise he snarled as he went up to rex stop it i say and he struck rex with his hand slap right across the nose i heard a dog too 
said the tall robber and he began to look all around the yard towser crouched flat on the ground behind the wall and kept as still as a mouse ha said the tall robber i'm sure i heard a dog but after looking all about he could not see towser so at last he went back into the house and shut the door with a bang towser had been frightened half to death so he still lay very quiet behind the wall by this time it was evening and it was growing darker and darker all the while but towser made up his mind not to do anything more till the robbers had gone to bed he was so tired that he wanted to take a nap in the grass but he felt that it would not be safe so he just lay there and listened and waited about nine o'clock the short robber came out and walked around the yard he was not so bad as the tall robber and before he went in towser heard him giving rex a pail of water to drink the robbers locked up their houses soon after but there was a light in the upper windows and towser could see them inside walking back and forth about midnight however the light went out and then he knew that they had gone to bed he sat up on his hind legs now is the time said he and with one big bound he jumped right over the wall into the robbers's backyard the moon began to come out from behind a cloud and he saw rex and rex saw him neither made a sound however for fear the robbers should hear them but they rubbed their noses together for a moment and laughed softly to themselves towser put up his mouth and began to feel of the rope by which rex was tied to the tree it was a very thick strong rope and it did not seem as though it could ever be broken in any way but towser put his forepaws up against the slanting trunk of the tree to brace himself and took the rope in his teeth and began to gnaw it as hard as he could he bit and twisted and chewed and gnashed and pulled and snapped his long sharp teeth sank down into the rope and began at last to cut it a little bit finally one of the small strands of the rope gave way towser almost barked with joy but he checked himself just in time and went on biting and gnawing harder than ever little by little the rope began to part first one strand and then another was bitten through until only about a quarter of the thickness was left then all of a sudden rex who had kept very still gave a great pull with all his might and the rope snapped like a paper string rex was free he shook his mane and pawed the ground he was free towser too jumped about him while his heart beat fast with joy he had done something for mabel at last a moment later after he picked the bits of rope out of his teeth with his claws he beckoned to rex to follow and they both went very softly out of the robbers's yard walking on the grass so as not to make any noise but the moment they were out in the road towser waved his tail and gave a terrific bark and plunged away toward home as fast as he could go with rex galloping after him like mad it was nearly morning and the sky was beginning to grow pink all around the edges on went rex and towser on 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 over hill and dale through the valley and on the level road till they passed the little pig's red house and went through the woods where the good wolf hunted by the mooly cow's house and the kitty cat's house over the bridge where the frogs sat on the stones in their brook past the house where the cross dog lived until at last just as the sun was rising they came thundering into mabel's yard all safely home again mabel was lying awake in her crib she had slept very little all night and was so sorrowful that she thought she could never be happy any more all of a sudden she heard a tremendous clattering of hoofs in the yard right under her window why what's that she said she got up slowly and went to the window and looked out rex she gave a scream so loud that everyone in the house heard it 
then she made one big rush for the stairs slid down the banisters like a flash of lightning and flew out into the yard in her bare feet and with nothing on but her nighty oh rex 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 she cried and threw her little arms around his neck he whinnied as loud as he could and put his nose against her cheek and she petted him and cooed over him as though she would never stop by this time grandma and walter and jane the cook had all come down and were looking on in astonishment they could not understand how rex had come back from the robbers poor towser lay on the grass with his tongue out of his mouth and his coat covered with dust but no one noticed him at all or cared anything about him he was tired and hungry and lame and he was the one who had found rex and brought him back from the robbers so he hoped that mabel would speak at least one word to him but he saw that she wasn't thinking of him at all and as he looked up wistfully at her two big tears came into his eyes just then the farmer came by on his way to milk the cows when he saw rex standing in the yard he walked in well 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 he said if there ain't your horse back again how did you get him he came back himself said mabel i don't know how he did it the farmer saw the rope hanging to rex's neck must have broke his rope said he here let's look why this rope ain't broken it's bit looks as though a dog had gnawed it mighty curious thing at that moment he noticed towser lying beside the driveway and all covered with dust hello there's that dog of yours looks as though he'd been on a journey suppose he could have done it everybody turned and looked at towser why he was away all yesterday afternoon said walter and he didn't come back all night mabel ran up to towser tell me towser she said did you go and get rex back towser stood up and wagged his tail and gave a great bark did he rex said mabel rex nodded his head yes and gave a loud whinny oh you dear dog cried mabel as she ran and threw her arms around his neck with a big hug that nearly choked him you good good dog and i never noticed you towser was so glad that he didn't know what to say he just rolled on the grass and then jumped up and down to put his paws on mabel's shoulders and licked her face pretty soon jane brought out a big platter of meat and a bowl of milk for him and he ate and ate as though he had never eaten anything before eat away said mabel after this i am going to love you as much as i do rex and you shall always have everything you want that same day grandma sent for a man who came and put a great iron padlock on the barn door and every evening after that mabel and walter locked it up so tight so that no robbers could get in again to steal End of chapter four